Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. I'm Dr. Alan Leica, and I have a wonderful guest TNA by the name of Rodney Flowers. I'm so thrilled to be with him because I was on his show before, and he impressed me as one of the most amazing men on the planet. Now, we've got Rodney Flowers, who is a best-selling author, a speaker, an entrepreneur, a thought leader, and a resilience trainer. Mr. Flowers leverages his unique life experience and business acumen to help individuals, teams, and companies cultivate resilience, crush their goals, and achieve peak performance. The Game Changer Mindset was born in 1993 when Mr. Flowers was a star football player determined to reach the NFL. One, but one night. A bad tackle left him paralyzed from the neck down. Doctors told Mr. Flowers he'd never walk again, but Flowers rejected that prognosis. He pursued his goal to walk again relentlessly. Failure was not an option. Today, Mr. Flowers is is no longer wheelchair bound. Since his traumatic injury, Mr. Flowers graduated college earned an MBA and has enjoyed a productive career with the United States Department of Defense through his Game Changer Mentality Resilience Training Program. Mr. Flowers teaches others how to develop that mindset that conquers any obstacle to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve personal and professional goals. He combines expertise and charisma to encourage audiences to take courageous action and change the game altogether. Find out more at Rodney Flowers, but even more, I want you to meet him and talk to him in person. Mr. Flowers, it is an honor and a privilege for you to be on my show today. Hey, Dr. Lanko, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be here with you as well. Wow. You know, I, I, it's to me, I can't believe we're together. It's, I, I've wanted to get together for so long. As I said, you know, we've been on each other's shows. You've been on my show. I've been here. Our, our friend Harriet Tinka couldn't make it today because of a personal emergency. So I've got you all to myself. So I get the privilege of being with you and talking to you today. How, how are right. things going? How are things going? Well, they're they're just like what you teach. They're fantastic. You know, and, and that is the key <laughs> word I want everybody to take away. And one thing I also tell everybody, it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. And you live and breathe and have that with you every day of your life. You know, mm-hmm. you you believe that, you live that, you personify that. Absolutely, and I feel like there's no alternative to that particular philosophy. I mean, that is the game changer. So if now, you want to sum up the game changer, that's, that's really what it is because, you know, things happen to all of us. You know, life you know, is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. And so- 
are, are you and I twins in some way? Because, you know, we have a lot in common. I, I've watched your videos. I've watched your show and so on. You've had a life-changing event. I've had a life-changing event. Mine was a little bit different. I was diagnosed as ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, and sure. given six months to lo- live. I just had a, a weak right leg, and eventually I got a weak right arm. So it came on slowly for me. Your life-changing event was sudden. It was cataclysmic. It was, you know, it was such a traumatic event. But but you overcame it. Your well, persistence. Doc, yeah. Dr. Lanka, we all have. I call it a proverbial wheelchair in our lives. We all are dealing with something. And if you're not dealing with something, you either just came out of something or you're getting ready to go into something. And so, you know, mine just so happened to be a football accident that included, you know, a a paralysis, a spinal cord injury and a diagnosis that said I was going to stay there for the rest of my life. Yours may be COVID-19. It could have been Lou Gehrig's disease. It can be whatever it is. But in my mind, it's all just opposition. It just shows up in different colors and flavors. Well, I I say it one other way. I say either you're a victor or you're a victim. You know, that's the way I say it. Well, How did like, you get to be a victor, not a victim? Well, it's because I realized what was really happening in life. You know, a lot of people think they're going to go through life and nothing is going to happen to them. Like, I think it's naive to think that, hey, I can have this life and it's just smooth every day. I don't face any problems or challenges. And, you know, it, you know, there's it's just good all the time. And that's just ridiculous. Because the reality is there are going to be some challenges. There are there are going to be some obstacles. And so what I realized that, you know, I was making a, a story about what happened to me. I was making it big because it doesn't typically happen to people. right? You don't see, you know, a lot of people being paralyzed and hurt on the football field. And so I just said, you know, it's, it's opposition. I, I, I created a perception and a story for myself that this is the resistance that's showing up in my life. And my goal is to overcome that opposition. I'm not going to allow that opposition and that resistance to keep me from scoring. And so we all, in my opinion, if you are living, you are out here on the field of adversity. It's going to happen. You know, you can be either a player in the game or you can be a spectator. Either way, you're going to face resistance. So I decided to play the game. That's but you know, when people say that, mentality. you know, when you say that, I just want to delve a little further so we sure. can explore it a bit. You know, because yeah. there's, you know, as I say, a victim is something that happens to them. And not only are they the victim, they start to live a victim's life. They start saying, poor pity me. They start to act in funny ways. You know, you're not that way. You weren't that guy. Were you ever that guy? Yeah, I was. I Just to be tr- completely transparent, yeah, I was that way for about a year and some change. I hated the world and everyone in it. And that was just based on the story that I was telling myself. I was telling yeah, myself now, that how, it was over. How did you get to the position? Change the story. Change the story. Listen, opportunity is in the midst of resistance and opposition. Okay. And so that's the opportunity to grow, to discover, like COVID-19. Let's just talk about that as a current event right now. And it has been devastating. It's hurt a lot of people. A lot of people have died. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, you know, we can either say, hey, this is awful and let that be the story for the rest of our lives. Or we can say, yes, this is awful, but, and there's something good about it. What is it that I can take from this? What is it that I can do to overcome this? What is it about this particular situation that could potentially make me a better player? 
make me a better person, make me a better uh, entrepreneur, make me a better server, whoever and whatever that I am. Maybe there's something here, like that detour that you have to take, right? You can't go that way no more. Like maybe it's time for you to consider something different. And so that's what happened to me, Dr. Leica. I realized that there was something different for me. Yeah, that, let, let me go through a little bit. You know, when I went through my event, I. I went through anger. For a while, I was angry. I was so angry. Did you go through anger? Yeah, I did. I went through anger. But I loved it. Here's why. Because, see, we can do some things with that energy. Okay, yeah. it's okay to get angry. A lot of people, you know, they get frustrated. They get mad. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I, it sucks. I know it sucks. But there's something you can do with that energy. So what I did is I started channeling that energy. You know, I started using that as my fuel to get better. I was so angry at the situation, but being angry and not doing anything about it kept me in the same place. It was kind of like spinning my wheels. But I got angry to the point where I got so angry that I was willing to take certain type of action, massive action. I would talk okay. to Okay, let, let me tell you well, how else I reacted for a while. I went okay. through denial. I went through denial. Uh, I didn't believe something happened to me. I did, did you deny things for a while? Well, I denied the fact that, you know, I could get better for a while. I denied the fact that, you know, there's still life for me. I denied my success. I felt woe is me. That was a level of denial. Yeah, I did that. But I had to wake up and see that, you know, hey, if you're going to change anything, stop depending on the doctors. They can't help you. You can't depend on your mom. You can't. You have to depend on you. You have to depend on that inner part of you, that spiritual side of you. You got to develop a greater spiritual relationship. Right. And so, all of that denial went away after I started doing those types of things. And I think when we are in denial, it's because we are telling ourselves a story and believing it. And so we have to change that story. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, now the other thing I did for a while, something that happened to me is I bargained. I said, God, please don't let this happen. I'll do anything if you don't let this happen. Uh, did you bargain at all? Did you go through that phase? Yeah, was it something I, mean, I, was, I was 15 years old, man. I was scratching at anything that I thought was going to help me get, <laughs> increase my <laughs> chances of walking again or ease the emotional pain that I was dealing with. I told God, yeah, I'll do this. I'll be a preacher. I'll be this. I'll be all of those <laughs> things if you take this thing away from me. And it was because I was in a place of pain. And so yeah, I was yeah. I was desperate. And, you know. Yeah. You I, know, the I, thing I like about Rodney is you can analyze this, you can tell people how it is, and you can express it. You know, that's a really rare talent. You know, I'm going to go through one other thing that I went through, and that was depression. Mm -hmm. Depression was when everything was black and gloomy. It paralyzed me. I wanted to stay in bed all day. I'd yeah. look up at the ceiling. I wouldn't do anything. I just want, I couldn't see anything. The world was, I almost lost hope. It was so mm -hmm. bad. What about you? Did you go through that black, dark, ugly phase? Yeah, I, I've been in a dark place before. I wanted to kill myself. You know, there's a story in my book, Get Up. Um, I can't, I will, I did, here's how. Where, you know, I was in a moment where there's this highway that was close by my house and I was in an electric wheelchair and I drove my, my electric wheelchair to that, that particular highway and there was a little curve where, you know, uh, cars can't see around this curve. And so if you're not careful, if there's something in the street, by the time you go through the curve, you're not going to be able to stop to, to, to avoid it. And I knew if I drove my wheelchair out there, um, one of those 18 wheelers that pass, passes through there frequently wouldn't have the time to stop before it hit me. And I was so depressed and so just fed up with life 
disappointed with my situation. Can, can I get you? Can I take I, you to that I, spot again? I, I, I didn't even like who I was, and yeah. I wanted to get it over with. And so, so what stopped you? What stopped you from doing that ugly, awful thing? I want our well, audience to understand. I, yeah, I want them. I mean, to know. sure. So it was called, It was two things. The first thing was. What if the I, it hit me and it didn't kill me? I thought about that because what was the reason why I was so angry is because of the condition that I was in. And I said, no, this could happen. And for some reason, I might survive. And if I do, I'm going to be in worse condition than I'm already in. And then I probably won't have the ability to go out and do what I'm trying to do right now. So <laughs> I better make sure I, 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 I succeeded this. Um, and then the second thing was the fact that I, I'm not winning. If I do that, if I take my life, then the situation has defeated me. Yeah, it has. But, but you never accepted your situation. You never became adopted that victim mentality. That's right. What's different about you, Mr. Rodney Flowers, than everybody else? How how come? I, I want people to understand, Mr. I don't think Rodney anything, Flowers. I don't, I don't think anything is different from me uh, than me. To, uh, different. I don't think I'm different than anyone else. Uh, I just think that. You know, when this situation came up for me, at a certain point in time in my life, I made a choice. And we all have choices to make. You know, going back to what we talked about earlier, hey, life is 10% what happens to you, 90% how you respond. And so I just, I got to a point in my life where I made a, a decision that, hey, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to walk again. I'm going to turn my life around or, or die trying. And that was the commitment that I made. And I couldn't accept anything less than that. And so in, in making that commitment, there were some things that happened. Um, the first thing was I wasn't going to identify with what my label was. OK, so even though doctors were saying I was disabled, I'm, I'm a handicap, I didn't identify like, yeah, you can call me that, but I'm not that. And I can justify it because, you know, when you look up the word handicap, it means powerless. You know, I'm not powerless. I have a lot of power. Right. And so you look at me, and you see my physical limitations. And so you're going to label me. but you know, that's 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 to your own detriment because you're labeling me. It's like judging a book by its cover. You haven't even opened up the box and see the gift that's inside for you, you know, and for the world. And so I knew even though society was going to label me this way, that's not who I was. And I was OK with, you know, who I identified with. And I wanted more of that. And so I continuously identified with a powerful. OK, I, I'm just going to interject for a minute. You know, I'm yeah. going to make a parallel with my life a little bit again. You know, my doctor said I had ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. But he said, get your affairs in order. Yeah. You have six months to live. Did your doctor really say something like that to you? Something well, awful? They, they told my parents that they need to prepare for me to, to be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. So there were accommodations and changes we needed to make for my house that in their mind were, were permanent, permanent changes. And they seen you know, what my life, you know, it started to explain what my life was going to be at, be like 10, 15, 20 years down the road. I never accepted that ever, ever. I wanted to create what my life was going to be. Like. Are you telling me, Roddy, that doctors are sometimes wrong? Are you telling me, you know, I was a doctor. That's what I think about I doctors. was never wrong. Yeah. Listen, listen. All right. Okay. Here's how I feel about them. You want to know how I feel about doctors, I tell you. And it's, it's medical doctors, people with PhDs, all of that, right? They are only, listen, they have limitations too. Yeah. Okay? yeah and yeah, they, yeah. they know what they know up to what they know. 
up to their experience. And so I was just talking, I was coaching a, la a lady last night and uh, she was talking to me about her diagnosis. And then, you know, the doctors were telling her, hey, I'm not gonna be able to see anymore. I'm gonna be blind up out of my peripheral for the rest of my life. And I said, listen, when the doctor hasn't experienced anyone who has succeeded beyond what they have experienced, then they can't give you any advice exactly. or, or exactly. knowledge about anything beyond that. Because see, they told me here, they said, after your injury, if there's gonna be any return, you can expect it within two years. After two years, you can expect slight return, maybe between two and five years. After five years, you can't, don't, don't expect any return. Well, I started walking 18 years after my injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Right. I hear you. So they haven't had any experience beyond five years until me. And so now I'm the I'm the game changer. I'm the but, difference maker. Go, go, Gerardo. You're such a you know, this is the thing. You know, you're the game changer and you really are the game changer. I want everybody to realize that. But you know, I'm gonna go back. Doctors are limited by knowledge because knowledge isn't everybody doesn't know the same thing they don't have the same thing they don't have it all you well, know the internet's helped us a lot because we got a lot more knowledge listen, now but we dr. didn't dr. have that then dr like here's 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 my position on this listen come on, there comes come a on, point dr. in time where listen the doctor's knowledge stops and then the spiritual universal knowledge starts yeah yeah period yeah and so because yeah. after i stopped relying on what the doc like when they took me as far as they can take me then it was left up to me in the universe me and god me and my spirituality but see the body is going to keep trying to heal itself beyond what the doctor's expectations yeah are yeah. right just yeah. because they haven't seen it happen doesn't mean no. it's not going to happen so i think doctors need to be very careful in what they say to people about how far they're going to go how much time they have to live because it's all based on past experiences yeah. okay but I, you past can't experience judge me. Nothing. Don't judge me based on a past experience. You got to yeah, judge yeah. based on the character and who and who I am. Yeah, doctors cannot tell you exactly how you're going to be. They can't tell you how, how no. the audience is going to. They're going to. They can only base it on stuff that they know, and that's based randomly on some statistics that they got and some understanding. But they could only understand what they know. They don't understand what they don't know. And they don't teach, you know, self-awareness. They don't teach self-healing. They don't teach visualization. They don't teach self-talk. They don't teach, you know, you know how the body can heal itself. They teach, all they're going to do is try to give you a pill or some kind of a medication to kind of, you know, help you. But there's power beyond that. We are co-creators with the universe. We have the ability to visualize. We have the ability to transmute ideas from the, the outer realm into the physical realm. This is what we have the ability to do, right? And so this is one of yeah, the reasons yeah. why I'm grateful for my accident because it raised my awareness. Yeah, yeah, it taught yeah, me some things sure. about myself that I just didn't know. You know, I can't agree with you more, my friend. I, 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 I'm I'm joshing you a bit and just joking with you a bit and trying to get something. <laughs> but, you know, I can tell a lot. I, I can see Rodney and he can see me. So we got this this pattern going on. And I, I tell you, Rodney is the most exceptional person on the planet. He has so much. And yet he's so humble and so amazing. It, it's 
awe-inspiring. It, it, it's one of those, this is one of those rare, unique, amazing individuals that I'm trying to get the most of this moment for our audience really to understand everything and really do everything. You know, I'm trying to get everything out of him. I've seen Rodney <laughs> on stage. I've seen him in videos. I've seen him. And all I can say is, wow, man, this guy has so much and so much going on. I said, I can't believe it. He's just, wow, fantastic guy. I want to know more. Tell me more, Rodney. Well, you know, I, I appreciate all the accolades, but the reason why I do what I do is because I want to be an example to people of what's possible. When I got into this business of writing a book, it wasn't for fame, fortune, or money. What I seen is that people had dreams and then they would not pursue those dreams because right out the gate, they didn't think that it could happen for them. It was okay for the Michael Jordans and the Bill Gates and all the successful people in the world. But when it comes to seeing themselves in that place, there was just a lack of belief, a lack of, 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 of the belief that it could really happen for them. And I've been in that place where you want something to happen for you. And the doctors are saying it's not possible. No one around you can give you the tools that you need to make it possible. You kind of got to go inward and find the faith and the belief to make that thing happen for yourself and to develop that spirituality, you know, with God and the universe or, or who, whomever, whatever you call it, to 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 get to that space of, 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 of having it. And yeah. Yeah. that happened yeah. to me in my life. And I want to show people, first of all, that I don't care who you are, what you're going through, it's possible for you. It can happen for you. Yeah. And I'm hey, that hey, example. And you are that example. You live that example. You breathe that example. And, yeah. and it, you know, how did you get to believe that? How did you get to be that person that does that? Well, so like, like I was telling someone uh, last night, you know, to believe it, I had nothing to lose, Dr. Leica, to believe it. Nothing. But everything to gain. So the alternative to me was either believe it or if you don't believe it, here, this is this is your state. Like I can I, I know where you're going to be 10 years if you don't believe and you don't try. Yeah, yeah. But if you believe, even if you don't make it, you won't be here. Like there's going to be some level of improvement, even if it's just a little bit. It's just it's probably better than where you are right now. So that made believing it doable for me. It was just kind of a no-brainer type of thing. Like, why not? Because the alternative, like wherever you are right now, whatever you're dealing with, you're feeling like you don't, you know, you can't get there. You, you, you feel like your faith is low. Like, why not believe it? You have everything to gain. Because even if you don't, like I tell people, like, you know, reach for the moon, man. And even if you don't make it, at least you'll be among the stars. You'll be in a place that's better than where you are right now. And that's worth believing it for. Okay, five years, if you can be five steps beyond where you are right now, then that's great. Like, that's something to celebrate. That's progress. And that's what yeah. we all want. If we can experience progress, I feel like when you can put one foot in front of the other and experience some level of change, some, some degree of improvement, that gives me the warm and fuzzy and the belief to take another step. If I'm alive, why not? I'm always thinking progress. If I'm up and I'm alive and I'm breathing, why not try to better myself? Why not try to get to the, the next level? Because the alternative is to stay where I am and that is miserable for me. And I want change. And so I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna set my life up, my environment, my thought process, the things that I take in, what I eat, what I do to make it all conducive for progress in my life. 
you listening to this, everybody? I, I want you to read this all in because those are all important things. They're all things that have to go on in, in your life audience. Listen, listen to Rodney. Listen, breathe this. Take this guy in. Understand what he's given and, and take it with you. Rodney, continue, please. <laughs> Where do you want to go with this, Dr. Lack? I'm having a good yeah. time. You know, I'm having one of the best times of my life. And I've, you know, you are, again, amazing. Let's talk a bit. Okay, I want to go down the pathway of some of your wisdom. I want to go down how you got some of that wisdom and what you would like to teach these people today. Well, it's all about managing mindset to me, right? Wherever you are, like when, you know, in life, you're going to get hit. And so it's the mindset after the hit. The hit is just inevitable. We're all going to get hit, but we all don't get it back up. And boy, were you hit. You were hit. Oh, my yeah. God, were you hit. Oh, yeah. And so what? what's the difference? It's not physicality. It's not strength. It's not any of those things. It's mindset. It's mindset. And it's the ability to manage the mindset, right? And so one of the first steps to resilience, one of the first steps to getting back up is self-regulation. You got to regulate yourself and your emotions and how you feel about what just one, happened. One quick question, Rod. Can mindset be taught and learned? Absolutely. Yeah. Resilience can be taught and learned. Okay. Absolutely. That's what I want people to. It's not something that you either have or no. don't. It's not no. something you're given. This is something that can be learned. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Go, go, and go I, with and, that. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, my goodness. See, the field of adversity is, is the greatest teacher. You got to play to get, if you want to get better, if you want to learn how to progress, you got to get in the game. See, some people are so afraid of getting hit that they can never learn how to get up. In yeah. order to learn how to get up, you got to get in the game and kind of feel what it feels like. Because some people are so afraid that the first hit is going to kill them. This is going to take me out. And it's not. That's just the story you've been telling yourself. And it's unfamiliar to you. So so the trauma you had, the trauma you had has determined who you are and the beliefs you have right now. That terrible, awful hit that almost knocked you off the planet, almost caused you to be paralyzed for life. That determines the Rodney Flowers. That is how. We are all shaped by our experiences, Dr. Lankin. Oh, yes. And yet, yet you can learn from those experiences or not learn from those experiences. Exactly. Exactly. And I think life gives us those experiences. See, I really think challenges and see, I think it's all necessary. Whatever's going up in your life is there for a reason. See, the universe makes no mistakes. Everything, you know, we we praise all the things that are good, but then when the things get bad, we we feel like, you know, there's no space for that. But there is a place for those things. And if you have the right mindset, you can reap harvest from those things. Sometimes it's better to lose than to win because there's a learning experience behind it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah, you want to yeah, play yeah. against the best. You want to go against the best because that's going to yeah. cause you to, to expand your strategy. You're going to learn more about yourself when you are when pressure see stress never killed anybody it's not being able to recover from the stress you need some stress in your life to challenge you to to stretch you to expand your thinking okay but then you got to go and recover obviously right you don't want that 100 of the time but there are and we don't have challenge and opposition 100 of the time it just feels like that when it shows up because we want it to go away and it seems like it's lasting forever but we are in the wrong mindset when we feel that way we need to be in the harvest mindset have our perceptions change about what's happening not to us but for us and experience 
all that there is to gain from this experience that's going to help us grow. But we're too busy complaining and bickering about it that we never get into that space to harvest everything. We're not out there pulling out the goodness and the fruit from the experiences because we're too busy feeling bad and frustrated about it. But you have to change yeah. your mindset yeah. in order to realize that, hey, this is an opportunity to grow. This is an opportunity to pivot. This is an opportunity to see ourselves. For who, where, where are we weak? What type of strategies do we need to change? What how, Can we change the game plan, right? And if you have that mindset, you're always looking for the good out of every situation, you'll find it. And you won't have time to bicker and complain and feel better or victimized by the situation because you're looking for the leg up. You're looking for that thing that's going to help you level up in that situation. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, you know, we only have 10 minutes left, Rodney. You know, it, we've been going for 30 minutes already. And, you know, it seemed like it was a second. It went by in a second for me. It was just so fast and so beautiful and wonderful. It's it, it really is an experience to be with Mr. Rodney Flowers on the stage. It truly is a, a wonderful experience. I, I'm capturing him and sharing him with you, all you guys. I want him all to myself because he's got so much to teach me. And I want to say something. You know, teaching my teachers have been some of the most amazing people. They've helped sure. me become who I am. And sure. I think teachers are very important. Who were some of your best teachers? Oh, wow. Uh, Bob Proctor, Adam Markell, uh, Pastor Savala Washington. Uh, my mom and dad, my sister was a great teacher. Um, gosh, uh, Peggy McCall, uh, man, and the list goes on. Les Brown. Um, and I'm going to ask you, you know, a Cref question. Dollar, Dr. Oh. Miles Monroe, Dr. T.D. Jakes. I mean, yeah, yeah. Who, if you had to choose one, one only, who would have been that person or persons that took you to where you are? I can't. That's not fair. I know that's a terrible question, but that's what people yeah. ask me on the stage. So, you know, yeah. there are, what I, I is would, your, what's I would your say favorite if I had to book? pick one, listen, if I had to pick one, and it's not, it would be God, it would be the universe. It would be, you know. Yeah, God. yeah, 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 man, my friend. You know, for me, if I had to boil it down to one, that's the only one that I have, I know, and that's the one that's done everything for me. You know, I didn't always believe it. I didn't always feel it. I lost touch with God for a while when I was in that dark, deep, ugly place. Yeah. But you know, he still was there. He carried me, he brought me to where I am. And I gotta say that out loud to everybody so everybody understands that too. And, that, and that's a that's tough a one. And that's a critical element uh, because here, here I wanna be, you know, I've, I've given a lot. I realize that it's tough. This hasn't been easy. I can speak with conviction and strongly about it now, having gone through that process, but it was very difficult. And one of the things that helped me get through those difficult times was believing in a higher power, believing that there was something greater than me that existed out there that could control things that were beyond my control. Just Rodney, I, I want people to know how to get in touch with you. Just in case we break up again, I want to do it quickly, just in case we have problems again. How sure. can they get in touch with you if they need to and want to. Well, we broke up. So I just want to I want to just really convey this message right here and that, you know, for people that are listening, it's hard. I realize that that is hard out there. You know, I'm, I'm coming across very strong and confident and with a lot of conviction because I've gone through this thing and I'm very passionate about it. But I want people to understand that one of the things that helped me get over that those difficult moments was God believing in a higher power. And I think that is necessary wherever you are, is to believe that there's a higher power that has control 
over the things that you don't have control over and and, and they they love you and and they are working in your favor and so that belief in those things kept me going it kept me going when you know things weren't working out as quite as fast as i wanted them to you know and it was difficult and frustrating and i was failing over and over and it seemed like i was never going to get there but believing in that higher power that 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 mustard seed of faith just kept me going and that's what I, the, if I can leave one thing to people, uh, for people today, is sometimes you just got to keep going. Even though it seems like the, the end of the tunnel is so far away, just getting up, you know, if you just, if you can just take one step today, just get up and take that one step and feel good about taking that one step today because yeah, that one yeah, step. Yeah, you're, Rodney, you're giving everybody a message that they need. They need to follow. I believe your message. I know your message. And I, I would like to just get everybody the opportunity to, to get in touch with you if we get cut off again or so on. Sure. How, how Rodney, Rod, you can email me, Rodney, at RodneyFlowers.com. You can also go to my website. Uh, lots of information out there on how to contact me at Rodney. Uh, flowers.com. I'm on social media. If you just Google, uh, you know, Rodney Flowers on all the social media platforms, uh, not hard to find. So thank you. No, this, this guy, although he seems to be a giant, although he's a cage tagger, although he's got more energy than than uh, than Zeus, he is amazing. <laughs> and yet he's so approachable and so humble. Uh, it, it's absolutely amazing. Now, I'm going to ask one final question before yeah. I get off the show here. Sure. Yeah. Rodney. How do you live a fantastic life? I show up every day on the field of adversity, ready to tackle the day, ready to get through the opposition, score, and win. That's how I do. I don't run from my obstacles. I don't run from my challenges. I face them. And that's what makes life fantastic for me. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you, Mr. Rodney Flowers, a one-of-a-kind, unique, amazing, humble, God-loving, individual that owes his existence to God, has found God, and finds it an experience for everybody. He recommends this for everybody. I do as well, my friend. Okay, my friend. Bye for now. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm Dr. Alan Laika. Make sure you go to DrAllenLaika.com. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N. Lyka, L-Y-C-K-A dot com, and get a free copy of my book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. And subscribe to our podcast on this page so you won't miss a single episode. Every week we have exciting guests to help you have the best life you can.